Episode 14. My name is Dell, and I'm here with the one and only Julie. What is popping? Not much. It's a, a gloomy Tuesday in Austin. Feeling gloomy. Yeah, I can tell. That's two weeks in a row you've you've started with the weather. You're becoming a weather forecaster right out of the gates. Well, last week I was just generally we were recording past my bedtime, and so I couldn't pronounce anyone's name. And now we're kind of doing a mid-work day recording, so my brain is elsewhere. But I'm ready for the pod. I'm ready. There you go. There we go. Just before we jump in, mispronunciations is not a time of the day thing for you. That's just standard (laughs) operation. I just want to clear the air on that because we all know that's true. I did get some feedback from some listeners that they found my attempts at pronouncing Court and court. However, we're going to do this again. To be quite entertaining. So, you know, keeping the listeners, giving them what they want. Oh, no, it's hilarious. That's why there's just no point in editing it out anymore. It's like, that's just really good stuff. (laughs) You know what I mean? So, we're going to leave that one in there too. (laughs) Yep. I I don't even know. I don't even think if I heard someone pronounce his name correctly, I could repeat it right after. It's a tongue twister for me. Yeah, and I have no idea who that driver was anyway, so. <laughs> Forever ingrained in my brain now, though. Yeah, D.C., D.C. Um, well, we had a uh, we had a pretty interesting week. We're, we're looking forward to talking about turkey. Gobble. Gobble, gobble. I am <laughs> locked and loaded. We are totally locked and loaded for the U.S. Grand Prix. So yes. flying in, I guess, when is that? The 22nd, 21st? And uh, we'll be on site. So I think we'll... We'll tear up the Instagram video feeds a little bit. I think I leave Tuesday, so we'll probably record in the same room together for the first time ever. Weird. Very interesting. Yeah, maybe we should make it a uh, start of YouTube channel and just make it a video one. Oh, okay. That's an interesting thought. Just an idea, but uh, excited for that. But uh, Turkey was interesting. I thought this race was uh, very similar to last year. Um, It was a good one. Wasn't the most exciting race ever, but it, it definitely wasn't the worst. And we'll have some stuff to talk about. Um, before we get into Turkey, though, was there anything from an off-grid gossip standpoint prior to the race that we want to cover? Red Bull has had the new livery paying tribute to Honda. So that was all over Instagram. Yeah, they look clean. Yeah, and I got to say, Max in that white getup, he was looking pretty handsome. Yeah, I, I noticed he went with the flat brim hat, which I think worked with the white. Sergio went with a rounded brim. But it's just a one-night-only kind of thing, as Horner said. So they're going back to the black for the U.S. <laughs> he looked good. I, I, w- I was here for it. Yeah, I kind of want Mercedes to go back to the white uniforms and like the silver livery next year. I'm kind of over the black, but that's for another time, I guess. I, I don't think there was much else on on Instagram. Yeah, it was it was a little bit quieter. So let's just jump into the action then. So Turkey, Turkish Grand Prix, uh, qualies was pretty basic. I think the highlight for me was Schumacher making it out of Q1, which was pretty exciting. He seemed pretty fired up. And off the back of the Schumacher documentary seemed like good timing. 
Yes, indeed. I think we definitely gave him some confidence from recording our episode. Yeah, I mean, out of the gate, though, it was like spin central, I think, on that first lap for everyone in Q1. Like everyone was spinning out. So I wasn't sure how it was going to play out throughout the different rounds, but seemed to get a little bit more steady. Yep. Yep. Definitely. I thought the, uh, the only other thing worth note in Q1 was signs who didn't need to come out at all because he was going to start at the back of the grid did come out for Q1 and he knocked out Ricardo in his last lap, which I know was pretty surprising that Ricardo couldn't get out of Q1. It was curious to me that Carlos still did all, all three rounds of qualifying or at least the first two, because Max, when it was raining a couple of weeks ago, did none of them. And one of the TikTokers I follow, F1 Tony, someone asked her that same question. And she's like a, you know, like a Formula One news reporter. And she was saying that, you know, for every lap our driver does, it gives them more data about the track. So for Carlos, it was really about getting more data to kind of lead him into race day with more information versus Max, I guess a couple of weeks ago, didn't really quite care about that. Yeah, definitely. I, I would agree. I think it's all about the data, you know, as it pertains to Max a week prior, I think it was even more wet. So the, the risk reward is, is probably much, much more imbalanced. Um, and they're also, you know, they're only driving against Mercedes. So, you know, I mean... <laughs> You know where you stand when you're racing against Mercedes all year. So I agree with you. However, he did get the opportunity with Ricardo right on the edge there to knock him out. And I'm sure they they probably let him know. Maybe they didn't. But uh, that worked out in their favor because they're driving against McLaren this year for for the number three spot in the constructors. So so that was disappointing for Ricardo. But uh, but it was a solid, solid uh, a lap by signs. I don't believe he actually came out in Q2, though. I think he they parked him in Q2. No, he did like one lap at did the end. I mean, it looked like he wasn't going to come out at all. And then he decided at like the last minute to do a lot and bumped some people down. Got it. Got it. Okay. So you had uh, in Q2, Russell got knocked out. Um, He slid into the final corner, which caused his lap to be no good. And Seb, Ocon, Schumacher, Signs. Those were your five knocked out in Q2. Nothing terribly surprising there. I would have liked to see Seb in Q3, but... um, Given the choices he made during the race, it, it probably wouldn't have mattered anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. so that was uh, that was your Q two, and then in Q three, uh, Hamilton took P one. He was crushing it in, in all of qualifying. I think he was the fastest car all the way through. Bottas two, Max three, but with the penalty for Hamilton, Bottas took pole officially with Max on the front row. In your top five was Bottas, Max, Leclerc, Gasly, Alonso for the race. Nice to see Alonso up there. It was. But not for very long. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> not um, for very long. No, that, that is true. Yeah. So so that was your qualifying. You know, again, we've seen more exciting qualifying. I've seen worse. It was, it was pretty standard. But, you know, the highlight for me was definitely seeing Schumacher um, get out of Q1, which is great. To the race, pretty, you know, I mean, listen, I don't think we need to go item line for item line here. It was a pretty clean race. You had a little bit of drama in in lap one as you usually do into the first few turns overall nothing too crazy you know we'll talk about the lewis hamilton decision to stay out for a few more laps before pitting 
that was probably the main story of the race. But uh, in lap one, I think the the biggest piece of action was Bottas got away clean, which I wasn't too sure that was a given. You know, Max has been killing it off the start, so I was pretty impressed. Bottas um, was was well ahead into turn one, and he stayed ahead the whole race. The big item of of the first few turns was Gasly bumping into Alonso, spinning Alonso out, and that was basically Alonso's race. Gasly continues to get in the top 10 each week or most weeks, but they they don't do any sort of coverage on him. And then leading into the race, I think in previous weeks, we were saying how Sainz has been having a great season, but gets no coverage. And he had a lot of the coverage this past week. Max had nothing. Like, I don't think they shared his radio at all or anything. But signs went all the way from 20th up to 8th at the end of the day. And they shared the radio at the end that they were kind of telling him he was the driver of the day. And he was, like, genuinely shocked. He was like, really? I've never gotten that one before. Yeah, he never he never gets it. I think uh, him and Kimmy were the only ones not to have it uh, out of that kind of main group. But, yeah, I mean, it was... It was nice to see this the signs coverage this week. I mean, he deserved it. He started, I think, nineteenth. Actually, I think Ricardo took a penalty um, and started twentieth. And I mean, he was passing people what seemed like every lap, which was great uh, because there wasn't a ton of overtaking outside of signs in Lewis. It seemed like, as far as the max coverage, there was really nothing to cover. I mean, <laughs> he was behind Bottas by two seconds after the first few laps. I think Bottas extended that to, you know, seven, eight seconds at one point. And he was just, you know, he's just doing his thing. Like, you know, race for second, you know, see what Lewis does behind you. And I thought it was a pretty fair weather race for, for, uh, for both Bottas and Max. The real excitement I think was three through, you know, five. And that's where you had Leclerc, Sergio and Lewis. Gasly was around early in the race, but he got a five second penalty, which threw his race off. That's where they spent most of the coverage, as they should, because I think it's going to be that way for the rest of the year with Max and Lewis being so close. They're just really, you know, what's the argument to to cover anything else? You know what I mean? So I get it. Yep. The race results, I guess we should we should cover that. Bottas won the race. Max second, Perez third, Leclerc four, Lewis five, and and so that really brings you to uh, the story of the race, which was Lewis climbing through the pack. Starting in eleventh, uh, he was making really good progress, really the whole race. And and the story was really when Lewis decided to disobey team orders to pit. Uh, I think that was around lap forty two, forty three, somewhere around there. Everyone was running enters. Sergio and Max had already pit, so Red Red Bull had came in for for fresh enters, and they called Lewis in, and he decided to stay out. At that point. When he decided to stay out, what were your thoughts? So I feel like it was kind of like a repeat of of Lando in Russia trying to like stay out and not listening to his team. I mean, when you hear the fact that Ocon set the record for the first driver to run on one set of intermediates in 24 years, are you serious? Like, I feel like these drivers trying to stay out whenever they do it, it never actually like serves them. It doesn't ever help earlier in the race. I think what Charles was trying to stay out and 
it didn't serve him either. Yeah, well, he was in he was in first. So there's I think Leclerc and Lewis kind of went through the same thing, which is the, the emotions of positioning, right? Where you're at. Lewis was in third at the time. Leclerc in first. Like I get it. I get the Leclerc thing. Like you're in first. You don't want to pick because you know you're going to give up first. Norris was the same thing in Russia. But to your point, almost every time you see a, a drop off uh, in in performance of the tires. Now with Leclerc, I believe he locked up a few times prior to pitting, so his tires mm. were definitely probably falling off a little bit more than Lewis's. Yeah, I, it again, you, you got to go back and, and and listen to the whole radio, but it sure did seem like Mercedes, similar to McLaren in Russia, didn't provide a ton of data, a, a ton of information, and they didn't push terribly hard to get him in. It was like, okay, yeah, let's go a few more laps and we'll we'll see how it goes. And it was really those next couple laps that, you know, cost him, I think, another position or two. So I understood the call. And part of me, like during the race, I was like, just stay up just stay out. But, you know, what's the difference between P3 and P5? You know, what, three or four points, maybe five points? Maybe um, the points he needs, though, to win the Yeah, win but the you also lose the championship outright if you, if you, if you puncture or blow out a tire. You know what I mean? Like, then you get yeah. no points. So I wanted them to stay out. I wanted to see him take the risk. But the move was definitely to either stay out or come in right when they called you, and he got caught in no man's land. And that was, um, I don't know why he was so pissed. He's still going to do what he wants to do. Lewis Hamilton's not like he's a personality in and of itself. Is the like team ever going to like force him to do something he doesn't feel like is the right thing to do? Like, I don't I don't think so. Yeah, he's driving the car, so they right. can't make him do anything. He's got to actually bring it in the pit. So it was it was definitely, you know, it was a good intrigue there. That was definitely the storyline of the race. The cool thing about F1 and these strategies, these different strategies, you never really know how it would have turned out, right? Because it didn't happen. I think at the end of the day, they limited their damage. They 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 took a chance. The chance cost them one or two positions. They still captured some points. We all know six points is nothing between Max and Lewis. They've gone back and forth. How, how many points do they need to get to to win? I don't know the magic number, but... Um, Let's look it up. Well, it's not a number you need to get to per se it's just you know having the most points but like but hamilton won at some point like last year like halfway well, that's through. he was yeah he was you know it's it's like golfing and match play like you get up a certain amount of holes and there's not enough holes left you know the game is over so that's what lewis has done the last i think several years he's just gotten to a point where he's up so many points and there's so few races left that i see okay so i don't think we're gonna have that situation this year unless you get back to back DNFs, you know, by the same yeah. driver. So very unlikely. But yeah, six points is nothing. I see. I was also shocked that that was Batas' first win of the year. He really has been playing second fiddle in comparison to last year. He won a bunch. Yeah, I think it's been like almost a year and a half. But I mean, you know, I mean, I think that's why they brought in Russell, right? I mean, he just wasn't winning at a at a regular clip like he had in the past. So. Overall, though, you know, um, I would say the winners of the race, you know, you tell me if you, you agree or disagree, but, you know, Bottas obviously won the race, first win of the year, so that's a no-brainer. Red Bull in general, you know, whenever you can put both drivers on the podium, that's a good week, and, and you do it without Lewis being up there. And it sounded like the Mercedes had the faster call, faster car, excuse me, 
you know, whenever you can get second and third and not have the fastest car, that's a pretty good week. Um, and then I, you know, I, I thought, you know, Ocon staying out there the whole race. I mean, the fact that that's never been done uh, or hasn't been done in 24 years, that's pretty cool just to see it done. And uh, it was also a good reminder that when you start the race on inters or wets in that race, you do not have to change tires. So one other thing on Red Bull that I saw, I don't know if it was a meme or something that they actually said in an interview, but Max was like thanking Perez for holding, holding Lewis off. Yeah. Maybe I can find it and describe it better because that was shitty. Yeah, that wasn't the best. But yeah, that was um, definitely the best interaction of the race with those two pushing it to the limit towards the latter part of the race. Great job by Sergio staying in front. Uh, they got very close a couple times, so good to see they kept it clean. Let's talk about Seb. The poor guy tried to go on slicks, and it was worse than Lando in Russia. Like, he couldn't, he could barely do anything. I think he lasted out like one, maybe two laps, and then re pitted. I mean, A for no, effort. He, he came but in the next lap. Yeah, like, he could barely get around. Yeah, he was like, this is not going to work. So, what? I'm happy he did it. I'm happy he did because you know what? Like it was entertaining to see someone try it. Yeah. Even though it was a total fail. Um, but yeah, he was on uh, ice skates for sure. <laughs> it was sad to see, but also entertaining. I wasn't sure whose call it was. So I, I was curious. I found out after the race, you know, was that the, the pit walls call or was it Seb's call? So he did confirm that Seb made the call to try it. So you know, he owned it. Um, yep. But yeah, it, it's pretty interesting to see the difference between a cold, slick tire in that environment versus a very worn down, relatively warm inter in, in the difference, you know, even though they both have basically no grip, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then McLaren was was pretty lackluster. I don't even think we got much coverage of them. Yeah. Nothing to cover. They were, there was nothing. They had two very exciting races and... It's interesting, and this is where really getting to know the car and, and, and the engineering aspects of each car and, you know, the types of circuits they do well. And, I mean, this just wasn't a circuit that's made for their car based on the way it's built. But 7th for Norris, 13th for Ricardo. Ricardo started 20th, so it's, you know, a decent climb. But, you know, they lost a good amount of points to, to Ferrari this week. And um, that's going to be a pretty tight battle down to the end, too, for, for number three in the constructors, which is also a pretty good amount of money, if I recall. So. A lot on the line there. We talked about Alonzo. Obviously, you know, uh, Gasly bumped him early. So he finished 16th after starting P5. I was really looking forward to seeing Alonzo really be in it this week. So for him to be knocked out almost immediately was a bummer. You touched on uh, Seb, uh, the risk he took, the chance he took, and that that definitely didn't pay out. But it was it was entertaining to watch, though. <laughs> it was entertaining to watch. So uh, so we talked about Lewis. You know, again, that, that was the, the main main grab of the day at the end of the day you know it's always nice to see these top drivers have to make split decisions and go against the data and their team this time it didn't work out but we've seen lewis you know and other drivers go against team orders and and make it work so you just never never really know and you know that's that's again that's why i think f1 is so exciting it's it's more than just driving around the track you know there's there's the team aspect there's the strategy aspect there's the the emotional aspect so you definitely saw that uh, on display with Lewis this week. So, what is this pit wall thing of Ferrari? Oh yeah. So, you, did you not see that meme? I don't think so. Oh okay. So, remember during the race where Leclerc was in first, 
and he he radios in and he says you know where will i finish if i don't pit now what he meant what, what we all knew he meant was where will i finish if i stay on these tires like how bad is the performance going to drop and where will I end up at the end of the race? That's what he was asking. Everyone okay. knew that. Like if it could be your first race, you would have known exactly what he was referring to. So right. he asked that over the radio and the response he gets is, P1, you will win the race. <laughs> like Not even close. So the meme was basically the Ferrari pit wall with the clown faces over all of them because they didn't provide the answer that was warranted from the question. Like everyone knew. But what did they mean? Like, how did they interpret it? I don't understand. They interpret that. it as in you're in P1 right now. And if you don't pit, you're going to stay in P1. And assuming no one passes you, because he was, he was a couple seconds ahead, I believe, or more than a few seconds ahead, you're going to win the race, which no shit. But he's referring to will the tires fall off? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how bad is the performance going to drop going to be staying on? the same set of enters the whole I race. see. This is like another classic case, like similar to Lando. Like they were just so excited he was in first place that they literally, like their minds weren't working. Like they just had no other thoughts in their brain. I couldn't believe it. I've got to go back and, and listen to the, the entire um, radio sequence, but like, because they didn't, there was no more sequencing that they displayed live after that. But I, I can't only imagine. Charles was like, no, you fucking idiots. Like, how bad are my tires going to drop off and where will I finish if I don't pit? I've never been a fan of whoever the engineer is for Leclerc. I've never been a fan of either his or Seb's last year. They just don't really ever seem to deliver good messages, but that one was hilarious because it was so obvious what he meant, but yeah, teach their own, teach their own. So that was the Ferrari pit wall meme and it was just clowns. I see it now. Yeah. It was pretty funny. So moving on to off-grid gossip, I saw this, I think was posted yesterday. Charlotte got to drive or got to ride in a two-seater Formula One car with, I believe it was Charles was driving it. Yeah, there's, it's actually a three-seater. Whatever. Like, I want to do that. Yeah, I mean, it looks pretty dope. Yeah, they didn't show on track. I'm sure we could find it somewhere, but I, I she didn't post it on her Instagram but I wonder how how hard Charles was, was pushing that car. I mean, precious cargo. It says that he was going, his the best speed was 257, which I'm sure is like kilometers an hour. The lap time was a minute eight. Was that at Turkey where they did that? It does not say. Yeah, I couldn't tell if that was at Turkey or some other track, but she looked she looked dope in the, uh, the black Ferrari race suit. She did. That was a good look, yeah. So that would be my, my one like goal slash dream is is to have a really good driver take me it could just be one lap like maybe a warm-up lap and then a and then a hot lap but like <laughs> a full hot lap in a formula one car like that would be that would be the shit it w it definitely would be wait let's see i'm i'm seeing oh it looks like there's a little bit of a video on sky sports i'm gonna have to pull it up because um she definitely left like a teaser on Instagram. I was like, ooh, Charlotte, why would you do that? And that was really it for the off-grid that I, I saw after the race. I don't know if you pulled anything else yeah. up, but we'll probably get some action this weekend since they have the off week. Indeed. So, U.S. Grand Prix? Yes, very How excited. excited I'm, I'm pretty excited. Have you figured out your outfits? No, I'm a guy, so we just... Yeah, but like, what, bag who are you going to support in person? 
That's what I mean about the outfits. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Um, well, I'll pack the the Mercedes rain jacket, right? So if it rains, the I'll be blacked out with the Mercedes gear. Um, okay. I've got your McLaren hat, although it's um, it's not a very breathable hat. So if mm. it's warm, like that's probably not the hat I'll wear because I'll, I'll just my head will be too hot. So I'm probably gonna have to actually make some purchases there. I was gonna go online and like, but I was like, you know what? I'll pay the the ten dollar markup and just shop at the uh yeah the race, i'm gonna so. shop on friday when i go yeah there you go so so yeah we'll, we'll see but it'll be probably probably grab a mclaren shirt or something like that okay and um you never know like you know me like sometimes i just get a little excited and just start, <laughs> just start swiping the credit card so so we'll see but i i do remember last time when we went in 19 i wanted to get the mercedes jacket and it was like I don't know. It was like $60 more than online. Yeah. I'm sure like the shirts and the hats aren't as bad, but I'm hoping Friday there's likely going to be less of a crowd so I can like really take in all the merch and make my decision. Yeah. Friday should be a good day for that. I'm also really excited about the fried chicken. Remember that? The spicy fried chicken? <laughs> Gus's. I don't know. How mm. do we find out who the vendors are? Let's walk around and figure it out. But yeah, Gus's fried chicken. Was I feel like we there. had an app last time. Oh, I'll leave that to you. You figure it out. I'm sure there is an app though. But Gus's fried chicken and that beer tent were legit. Where are we trying to? We got general admission tickets, so we can kind of park yeah. it wherever we want. So are we, we have turn to one? turn one. Is apparently, yep, that's what my coworker, shout out to Felix, a, a listener hey, Felix. of the podcast, said to to post up. Definitely for the race, like turn one's got it. Yeah, it's good action. Qualifying, I'm down to try anywhere really, but. Um, I just yeah. thought of this too. Are we going to pack like little foldable chairs? Is that what we're doing? We have foldable chairs. Perfect. We have three. We can always get another. Perfect. But I'm probably going to dr- this. We can cut this out. I think I'm going to get like a parking pass and just because dr- I'm not going to drink all day. It's up to you. I don't know. It's up to you. Remember um, that walk we had to do? That walk was and I was dark complaining shape. the whole time. No, well, that's what you do. At least a parking pass for like Sunday, maybe Saturday. Since that'll be a longer day with a concert. But like Sunday, I feel like we'll just go for the race. Yeah, you know? just the race on Sunday. Just so all the listeners know, I actually tried to move my family to Austin during COVID, but the wife was like not happening. So maybe this will convince her. Uh, Texas has been a little crazy lately. I love Texas, but we're back in stage little, four. It's getting a little wild, so probably not. So excited for the Grand Prix turn one on race day. Look for us. Yep. We'll be there. If you're there, hit us up. Qualifying could be anywhere. Could be anywhere. A lot of drinking on Saturday. I know that. That's that. I actually enjoyed Saturday last time we went. It was yeah. Uh, it was fun. I'm excited good. for Billy Joel. Yep, Billy Joel concert Saturday night. Hopefully the weather holds. As much as I like to see a wet race, I actually hope this one is not um, like torrential downpouring because we'll be outside. And uh, yeah, I'll probably be wearing some McLaren gear. Maybe not. Maybe Mercedes. <laughs> it'll be something with an m so you know okay. one of those british teams oh actually mercedes is german never mind but i'll be backing a british driver so okay that's the plan Go british drivers for dell i'm gonna be supporting max and i haven't determined my secondary swag supporting yet so you'll have to come find us to see we'll figure it out are, are we wearing the uh grid gossip shirts on saturday is that what we're yes. doing okay Correct. so we'll be wearing grid yeah if you see if you see the grid gossip logo on a shirt that's definitely us so hit us up but uh definitely looking forward to it and uh we will record from austin 
and we will just be dropping, I'm sure, a ton of Instagram videos. So indeed. Look cool. forward to it. Awesome. Well, that's it for the week. We will see you guys next week. It is an off week, so we'll have some stuff to chat about. Probably more off-grid based. And hopefully these guys give us some stuff to talk about. That'll be always a good time. Otherwise, have a good week, Julie. And uh, get things ready because I'm coming. I- I'm ready. All right. That sounded really weird, but you know I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us. Toodles. Toodles.